Blessed Lord's Day and also uh, they commemorate as Mother's Day as well to, uh, to you ladies. And uh, so the message this morning is on the mother of all living and it's about Eve. We don't hear too much about Eve, but we will this morning. She is the mother of the human race. In Genesis 3.20, which we had read previously, and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And the name Eve means living in the Hebrew. Now, it seems unorthodox that Adam named his wife, doesn't it? But another fact is that Eve had no mother of her own to name her, nor father to name her. What can you expect when God and Adam were breaking new ground, as it says in Genesis 2, 19? And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And that includes his first, his helpmate, I should say, the first human being, apart from himself, and that is, of course, Eve. Adam would be what we would call a uh, taxonomist. He's involved in naming and describing and classifying plants and animals and microorganisms of every kind. It says in 1 Corinthians 11, 7, For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of the man. Eve was the mother of her own children. God had worked in Adam and Eve unto salvation. While it was through them, particularly our father, for, for first father, Adam, that sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Nevertheless, God in his great grace, in his great love, in his great mercy, worked in Adam and Eve's life unto salvation. The very ones who are the very instruments next to Satan of the fall. He would make them the very first recipients of redemption from the fall. The very fact that God gave them the gospel after they sinned against him in Genesis 3-5 when he said to the serpent, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. That's the first gospel, as we noted in the bulletin. And also, the fact that Adam named his wife Eve is very significant. And not just because she is the mother of the whole human race, and for that matter, he is the father of the human race himself, but because of the spiritual aspect of her motherhood. They had their first child, and in Genesis 4.1, if you turn to it, 
And Adam knew Eve, his wife. That means that they had sex and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. I've gotten a man from the Lord. Now it's true. People can be religious. People can make allusion to God as what are called deists, people that believe that God is someone that is up there, a supreme being, but, but not the God of the Bible. But I don't think that was the case here. I believe that God had spoken to them and that through his spoken word, they became regenerated and were, and she was not making a claim of having gotten a man from the Lord except by faith. Lord, I will praise thee for Cain is fearfully and wonderfully made by you. The fruit doesn't fall far from the tree in the lives of Cain and Abel. In fact, they turn out to be both worshipers of God, which tells you, again, that they were on the right track. Adam and Eve raised their children to serve the Lord. Just as we are called upon as fathers, as parents, to provoke not our children to wrath, but to bring them up in the nurture and in the admonition of the Lord. Abel. It says in Genesis 4.2 and, and uh, following, 4.2 to 5. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. While it is true that we are to raise our children and nurture and the love of Christ. Nevertheless, their eternal souls are in the hands of sovereign God. Cain means something produced. And in fact, Cain is known to be a great uh, farmer, producer of crops. And, uh, and it also means spear, which could have been the very weapon used by Cain against his brother Abel, committing the very first murder on the face of this earth. To show God's covenant faithfulness, he gives to them another believing son in the place of Abel. And what was his name? Seth. And Seth means appointed. Appointed in the place of the brother that had gone before him that perished at the hands of their oldest brother, Cain. And that would be, of course, Abel. It says in Genesis 4.25, And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God said, She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. Can you imagine for a woman to make this kind of a declaration, this kind of a confession about her own children. 
and yet she did. She was a woman of great courage, a woman of valor, a woman of strength, a woman of faith. 26, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. It sounds like the beginning of the church. Now the church was in the home of Adam and Eve, but now it was expanding, and there are more that were coming to faith that were spread wider and wider upon the face of the earth. Eve, as the mother of all who are spiritually alive, technically the fall of mankind is attributed to Eve. It says in 1 Peter 3.14, which we read, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. It was Eve, after all, who actually committed the first sin by eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that God forbade them to eat. But look at God's grace in setting her apart for himself in Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity, hostility between thee and the woman, said God to the serpent. In other words, though you deceived her and swept her off her feet and took her away from me, I am taking her back. And you're not to have anything to do with her. And not only Eve, but all believers that would be born from her, starting with Abel and Seth. In that same verse, and between thy seed and her seed. Thy seed, Satan, meaning unbelievers, and her seed, meaning believers, or the elect. And among Eve's posterity will be one very special son, son of Adam, son of Eve, son of Abraham, in fact. It says in Galatians 3, 16, And to Abraham and his seed were the promises made, he said, not and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. In other words, that word seed, at least in the English, can be singular or plural. We will sometimes make it easy by saying seeds, but uh, generally when we're talking about human children, we just use the word seed. Well, that word seed that God was going to give Eve later down the road would be none other than Jesus Christ. But salvation would come at a price. In that same verse, Genesis 3.15, that gospel verse, that proto-evangelium, God goes on to say, It, that is the seed of the woman, Christ, shall bruise your head, Satan. He will bruise your head. He will bruise it at Calvary. And thou shalt bruise his heel. He will die. He will, he will receive a, a, a death blow, but it would be small in comparison to yours. It would be as if you 
crushed his heel, and that would be very painful, but he will rise again from the dead. Now, I realize I'm reading much into this, that hopefully you are informed about uh, having been in the Word for some time. In Hebrews 2.14, in Hebrews 2.14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, speaking of the children of God, and for that matter, the whole human race, he, Jesus, also himself likewise took part of the same. That is, God took part, took part in our flesh and blood. That through death he might destroy him that hath the power of death, that is, the devil. That is for the purpose of his being able to die, because God can't die. But Jesus can, as the God-man, as the Son of God, and died he did. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. It says in Isaiah 53, 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised, crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. God dealt with Adam as the head of the human race. Eve was his helpmate, was accountable to Adam. And though Eve broke covenant with God, God showed great compassion and hope toward her, thus toward all of mankind. I close by our looking again to 1 Timothy 2, 13 through 15, which is in the back of your bulletin as well. 1 Timothy 2, 13 through 15. For Adam was first formed in Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Notice that part of, as it were, the salvation of Eve was in her bearing children. And not just any children. Not just Cain, but Abel and Seth and perhaps others that were of the faith. Because it notice it says, if they continue in faith and charity and holiness and sobriety. Remember, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. May the Lord give you wisdom in this word.